Hello and welcome back to episode 27 of Football Chants and Rants with the Plants. Dad and daughter conversation with me, Lauren. Me, Graham. And this is going to be our penultimate podcast episode. Is penultimate the right word to use? If it's next to last, yeah. Yes, it is. Because next week it will be done and over. And um, it's all coming to a conclusion. We've had the big announcements championship winners are Leeds United might talk about that a little bit later but just quickly your thoughts on Leeds getting promoted I'll cover that in a bit oh okay keep us on our toes um so I'm gonna chat about Premier League first mainly actually looking at the midweek matches not so much happening this weekend and a match that we've been chatting about ourselves was Crystal Palace against Manu on Thursday night Manu won 2 Rashford, Martial, it's the same people that you expect that are going to be scoring. And it's not often you can, in the past, you say with Man United, these players will definitely be scoring. We'll go on to Palace a little bit later, but uh, you yourself were saying about how dynamic and um, exciting it is to watch United at the moment. Yeah, I think when they're on the way forward and some of the key players, Fernandez and Rashford and Martial are um, linking up well. I think it's fantastic, actually. Yeah. yeah, so the first half... Wasn't wasn't the best, but oh, Rashford's goal in particular, ridiculous. As a former defender yourself, what would it be like facing a forward like that with so much pace and skill? Well, I think he's um, he, he he is very fast, and I say he put three people uh, on the bums on the bums, literally. Yeah. So incredible. Yeah. So yeah, good, good win. Man United on top form next season. What do you reckon? Uh, they should be challenging for the title really you'd think yeah I think it's exciting times for the fans you know definitely Champions League slot um it's still not obviously that what we'll be talking about next week who gets in the top four right now what's your gut saying um Chelsea United probably Mm, okay and on the other hand we've got Crystal Palace that really been struggling to score goals to get points team that they'll be a bit concerned about next season surely uh, yeah, especially if they, I mean, every season or every time a transfer window opens, they talk about losing Zaha as well. Mm. I think if he goes, they'll probably uh, struggle a bit. Yeah, as much as we love um, Roy Hodgson. So, yeah, that's the match that I wanted to highlight, really. The two teams that the fans will be feeling quite differently about next season. And then big result, West Ham versus Watford on Friday night, I think that was. West Ham 3-1. Just all in form. Obviously, again, like Man United, actually, those same players that are in form for West Ham. Antonio, Suchek, Declan Rice. I think he got his first goal of the whole Premier League season, actually. Did you see it? It was a really good goal. No, I didn't. No, it was good. Outside the box. Mark Noble, obviously, during lockdown, we talked a lot about players with the most appearances for the clubs. Mark Noble's now reached 500th appearance for West Ham. Wow, fantastic. Yeah, and during the current era, you don't get many players now that stick with one club, do you? No, not really, no. So, yeah, it's looking like West Ham. Dad, are you thinking they're going to be clear? Oh, West Ham, I find Watford are getting dragged in a bit. but I think they've got City and Arsenal the next two matches. Mm. So, it'll be interesting. And then, of course, Tottenham beat Leicester on Sunday, 3-0. Undefeated in their last five matches now, Tottenham. Having come off the win midweek against Newcastle 3-1 and then last weekend obviously beating Arsenal 2-1. You could point out and argue like they did on Match of the Day that without the crowd being there, maybe they'll be a little bit restless about the way that Tottenham are playing and trying to counter-attack. But at the same time, it's effective and they're getting results and modern day football proves that you don't have to have all the possession to win matches and... um, Tottenham approving that and you know they're in good form now they're finishing at the moment just below Man United on the table 58 points 
and above Wolves and Sheffield United, but Burnley, Arsenal. So I think Spurs fans won't be too disappointed with that and um, will be happier than they were a couple of weeks ago when things under Mourinho were looking a little bit shaky. But the big thing is, and the big bonus is, that Harry Kane is on form. Yeah, those were some of the matches that I wanted to have a little look at. Right, let's have a go at some rants. We've only got a few more rants left. I haven't got a clue. I think some of us might, we might clash actually this week. I feel like I might be saying what you might be saying. Well, uh, my first one is um, Arsenal. I just, I mean, mm. Arteta's doing well and, you know, they're winning games, but it's just the way they're winning. I think they've, I mean, this week, Cup and League, they've beaten Liverpool and Man City. So, I mean, you couldn't possibly rant about that. But I think, I don't know, just a style of football, playing on the break, 29% possession against City. So not really just playing on the break and um, it's working for them. So I'm not sure it'll work against other teams who play on the break. I think if that's the way they're playing against the top teams, but if they played against like-minded teams, then I guess if Arteta's clever enough to change the philosophy for those matches. So it's either very clever or very boring or both. Oh, I would agree, actually. I suppose it's a tricky one because if they went all guns blazing and uh, were trying to play the style that City play and then they lost, reckon the fans would be happy that they tried to play that way? Uh, I don't know, really. Like I say, winning ugly, whatever they call it. But, mm. uh, it's, I mean, it's fantastic. Two great wins. You can't knock it, really. Yeah. But I thought I'd knock it a bit. Yeah. Why didn't they just try and match City? Have they not got the skill? That's just tactics. Just soak it up, soak it up, then hit them on the break. Just tactics, really. Mm. Clever. Very clever. I think it'll be interesting to see where Arsenal go with it. Um, you'd like to think that Arteta will start to be a little bit more attacking mind, especially in the midfield. But no, good result. Well, my rant, I don't know if you're going to mention this a little bit later on, but this week it was announced that ITV's commentator, is it Clive Tilsdale? Tilsley. 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 Um, he's been nudged off the top spot and is to be replaced by Talk Sports' Sam Matterface, who, to be honest, I don't really know much about. I don't really listen to TalkSport all that much. And um, But Clive, he's voiced I- ITV's biggest matches for 22 years, 65 years old. Obviously, Sam's 42 years old. Apparently, he comments on dancing on ice. Not sure I feel about that. I don't know. You know, it's quite linked to uh, football and dancing on ice. But um, Clive himself, he's commentated, get this, four World Cups, Four European Championships, 17 Champions League finals and nine FA Cup finals. Just going to put it out there. Is it ageism? Uh, Potentially. It could be, couldn't it? Maybe ITV are thinking a change will be good. But if he's not planning to retire, you know, don't... um, What's what's the saying? Don't fix something that's not broken. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just a bit gutted for him. He's still going and he's still going to be playing and commentating on lots of the matches. But think it's a bit sad times for the football world that he's not going to be doing all those um top fixtures so that's my little run i think it's just a bit of a shame that he's got the push down hopefully it isn't ageism but you never know championship now there's a lot going on uh yeah so we're down to the last match literally now and uh, wednesday night everybody plays at the same time as normal so there's a, a fair bit still to be uh, decided one of the things that is decided, of course, is that uh, Leeds have got promoted. He said, champions of the championship and Mario Bielsa. I mean, 64-year-old, what a brilliant uh, job he's done. 25 months at Leeds. Certainly a lesson learnt for Leeds that uh, keeping a manager and having faith in him rather than keep swapping him every three months has worked. 16 seasons since they were uh, last in the Premier League. Three of those seasons have been in the uh, League One as well, of course. So right. they've had some tough times. Longest 
serving Leeds manager since 2012. Apparently once Pep Guardiola's mentor. So, oh, wow. Uh, okay. I think he's done a brilliant job. They play good football. They'll probably sign two or three players. I think they'll probably do like Sheffield United. They'll have a really good season next season, come up with a lot of energy and um, real sort of momentum and you'd fancy Leeds to have a decent season next season. So massive well done to Bielsa and his uh, last season, team. Last season was a bit disappointing for Leeds because they had it going for a while and then they choked. Yeah, they're at the very end. So they've uh, kept the momentum, kept the sort of spirit and done really well. So yeah. massive well done to Leeds. Uh, to the end of the table, you've got Wigan. Still got that 12 points hanging over them, but they couldn't do any better. I mean, they smashed Hull 7-0 up at half-time, 1-8-0 hat-trick for Dowell. I mean, a proper big nail in the coffin for Hull. Yeah. Um, also midweek, uh, that was midweek, midweek Birmingham won, Charlton won. Two teams down the bottom, no good to either of them really. And then Birmingham followed that up on Saturday with a 2-0 defeat at Preston. So I think Birmingham, they could go down at the weekend. Oh, sorry, on Wednesday night. And um, I think they pro- I think they might actually seem to be in free fall, Birmingham. So now Preston, it was a bit too late for them. They can't go up, but um, good win for them. And said Luton uh, put another nail in Hull's coffin. There's no way Hull are staying up now, I'm sure. So 1-0 Luton, one at Hull, a really good win for Luton. They've only lost one out of the last seven games, so doing really well. At the other end of the table, West Brom struggling a little bit. Drew at home to Fulham. At the same time, Brentford won at home to Preston, so Brentford really putting the pressure on. And then West Brom lost at Huddersfield 2-1, despite having 69% possession. That result was what sent Leeds up, of course. Uh, and then Brentford, who'd won the previous eight games, lost at Stoke 1-0. Again, they had 69% possession, but just couldn't score. Yeah, so it's between uh, Brentford, Fulham can sneak in there, actually. So it's all, yeah, it's all really uh, exciting at the top. Just going back onto Leeds, like you said, do you think, because Norwich and Villa kind of went the opposite to Sheffield United, which looking back, actually Norwich didn't make too many transfers, but um, someone like Villa, they spent a lot of money over the summer. Um, which way do you think, you think Lee should go for the maybe one or two key players? Uh, yeah, I think they'll do one or two. I think it's interesting. Sheffield United didn't do much and they've no. done pretty well. So I think, uh, yeah, I think they'll um, they'll probably get a couple. I think they probably need a forward. Bamford's done pretty good, but there's not many forwards do really well in the Championship and then yeah. really well in the Premier League. So I think they probably need a, a Giroud or somebody like that, a solid centre forward. And um, But they've got a lot of flair, a lot of good players, so they don't need much, I don't think. Yeah, I was reading the papers. The guy did say that he doesn't think Bamford will be up for Premier League standard so mm. much. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think we were both saying we're going to have to keep an eye on the transfers um, over the next few months when it opens. I think it opens, maybe the transfer wins opens this week. Not sure. But there was some League One playoffs, wasn't there? Yeah, the playoff, we, we covered that last week and they're looking forward to and. Um, Wickham promoted to League One, first time in uh, the Championship, so Brilliant. promoted from League One, first time in the Championship. So Adams Park, try and get a visit in there, the uh, 1-2-1 at Wembley. So yeah, I'm in a brilliant, uh, brilliant performance. You didn't see um, they actually they do nickname him the Beast, don't they? The centre forward. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can follow you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you should watch his interview afterwards. Hilarious. He's literally just he's on one and then he gets the commentator to like keep repeating to him the fact they won and then, hmm. yeah very funny also he's released a book apparently oh wow oh I saw something on his Twitter about him on the book out saying that apparently someone told him he was too big to play football oh really so there you go <laughs> right last couple of rants what are you saying so I've got, uh, I think I've had this before, but I'll do it again. But the cool. newspaper coverage, despite the fact there's only 
two leagues in play at the moment. Yeah. You could have the most unimportant Premier League match, you'll get half a page of coverage, and then a really important promotion match from the Championship will get half a line saying who scored. So I just don't know. It's a great chance to celebrate some brilliant, exciting Championship football, but um, the papers just seem fixated on the Premier League and everything that's Premier League focused. So I think that's a bit of a shame, really. Well, you only have to look at the wages for the Premier League in comparison to League Two to see the jump in, gosh, media and sponsorship with the actual leagues. But maybe in the future they should have a dedicated certain amount of pages for each clubs, uh, each league. Yeah, that'd be good. Do you reckon it should be equal for all leagues? Uh, Not necessarily. I think there is more interest in Premier League naturally, but I just think it's it's a bit bit one-sided, really. Mm -hmm. Right, well, my rant... A bit of a weird one, actually. So last night, what? Yeah, last night was Arsenal against Man City in the FA Cup. We're already kind of touching Arsenal. And, you know, they're coming off beating Liverpool 2-1 midweek. Admittedly, the last six Premier League meetings, City have beaten Arsenal. When they last faced each other in the FA Cup in 2017, Arsenal won at 2-1. So this is an Arsenal team that have a great history in the FA Cup. And uh, what were the odds for Arsenal beating City? 8-1, to one, ridiculous. 8-1. to one. 8-1. to one. Like I said, FA Cup, that's Arsenal's joy. They've reached the FA Cup final a record 21 times and they've won it more than any other side 13 times. And yet the bookies still put them as 8-1 to one, um, chance of winning. When you look at that now, I'm kind of annoyed that we didn't put anything on it. But um, yeah, and then I looked at the odds for Man U versus Chelsea. What do you think the odds are for Man U winning? Uh, I wouldn't have a clue. Wouldn't have a clue. Well, it, was, it was 13 to 10 and then Chelsea was 21 to 10. So pretty much even Stevens. Mm. Yet Arsenal winning at City was 8 to 1. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? So I think uh, there was lack of respect there for Arsenal. I know um, they're still coming up and still trying to get the rhythm under Arteta. But I mean, the bookies, I think they had a bit of a howl, I'm not going to lie. And the odds definitely won't be like that for the final, you wouldn't think. <laughs> right, Barnet of the Week. Still some epic hairstyles out there. Every match we see, we've picked out a few barnets. Uh, who have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for the, uh, it's relevant to what I've just been talking about. So the longest serving manager in the top four divisions, apparently. It's 2012 he started uh, at this club. He was uh, born in Blackburn, although he looks very, uh, very continental. Yeah. Gareth Ainsworth, the manager of uh, Wickham Wanderers. Okay. Who's my oh bonnet God, of the week? Got, oh my God! He looks like he's um, been not born in Blackburn, <laughs> anyway. He looks like he's been born he, in the no, Mediterranean. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> what a what a brilliant and yeah, fantastic manager. We Achieved the unachievable with Wickham and looks a picture. Oh gosh, I hate the greasy locks. I really don't like it. And his shirt buttons were all undone. Yeah, born in Blackburn. Blackburn for you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you don't rock that look often. Born in Blackburn, but no. Um, well, my Barnet of the week, I don't think he beat that actually. I've gone for he was in the studio for the FA Cup coverage Arsenal against City. I've gone for Robin Van Persie. Do you know what? I appreciate that he is proud of his grey highlights. He's gone grey, I think, since about 2013, 12. Even when he was playing for Man United, that he was starting to go a little bit grey. And have you noticed, got a bit of a Corella Deville like little grey line in his little oh. um, cowswick. So yeah, Robin Van Persie, he's got great. I actually really like him as a, a pundit. I think he does a good job, pretty fair. Even Stevens, and um, yeah, he's got a great Barnet. But uh, who was your Barnet of the week? What's his name again? Gareth Ainsworth, manager of Wickham Ca- Wanderers. Yeah, you can't beat that. Ones to watch for next week. 
Um, I'll kick off. I'll go for it. So Tuesday, again, always midweek match at 6pm. Watford against Man City. Watford haven't beaten City in their last 17 appearances. Back in September when they last faced each other in the Premier League, City won 8-0, which I can't actually really remember that fixture. Bit of a hammering. So... Watford were pretty dismal actually against West Ham, especially the first half. So if they could get anything out of that, then that would be a massive relief. And City will be a bit annoyed after everything that happened against Arsenal. So that's my one to watch. And then Wednesday, 8.15pm, just a big match, isn't it? Liverpool against Chelsea. Liverpool won back September 2-1. But Chelsea won the FA Cup match when they featured each other back in March 2-0. I think that might not put out a full team actually, Liverpool at the time or, or Chelsea. So um yeah, what um, what are you thinking, Liverpool against Chelsea? Liverpool, obviously, I think their heads aren't in it now, are they, really? Uh, I think they're not going to keep losing. I mean, they're going to win some matches, aren't they? So I think they probably will. Yeah, oh, OK. Actually, I think I think you're right. I think Liverpool might beat them. Um, which ones are your ones to watch? Got at the wrong end of the table, Birmingham derby. It's got a sneaking feeling Birmingham are going to may just get dragged in and go down. So that's going to be a big match. And then the other, uh, Luton, Blackburn, of course. Luton have been on a brilliant run. They can scrape their way out potentially with a win and of course West Brom QPR that's going to be uh, that shoot off between West Brom potentially Brentford Fulham Brentford at home to Barnsley you've got to fancy them so mm. uh, but if West but it's in West Brom's hands if they win they're up so um, you fancy West Brom beating QPR probably at home so some exciting matches though right that's it for this week like I said, next week is going to be our last week. How are we going to celebrate? You're going to pop open some bubbly? A uh, cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, a cup of tea. That's the way to celebrate. Tea and cake. No, I think maybe we should do something a little bit different next week. Maybe some roundups of the clubs. Look at who's going up, who's going down. Some of the star players. I reckon we'll push the boat out. Maybe no rants next week. Maybe one or two. Make it. We'll keep it up upbeat, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Is that going to be easy for you to keep it upbeat? Definitely. <laughs> right. We'll be back next week and we'll see you then.